Hi, I'm Rosie Acosta. I'm a meditation teacher, speaker, and author of You Are Radically Loved, a healing journey to self-love. Look, I grew up in East Los Angeles during the 92 LA riots, and it set me on a troubled path. I didn't grow up with mentors in my life, so I turned to reading as many books as I possibly could to learn about the purpose of life. In my journey, I found that having these conversations gave me life, and I decided I wanted to create a place where I could share these conversations with my community. So come have a sit with me as we learn about, well, everything. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Wisdom, Wisdom Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. The, oh, it's plural again. <laughs> it freaking changes every time. I love it. <laughs> I love that it's plural again. Uh, I love those glasses. Where did you get those? Thank you. I should get these. I got these in this little, I think it's called like the eye group dispensary in Portland. Oh, I love. I need to get some. They're super lightweight. And I feel like, I feel like a librarian who yeah, I just, no, I love, I love it. Books. Sexy librarian though. They're very, they're very chic. Thank you. I love that. Yeah. I like them a lot. Um, okay. So we're here today. And I had to pause for a second because I wanted to wish everybody a happy new year, even though it's still December, by the way. We're so <laughs> close though. It's so It's close <laughs> enough for us to be recording in advance. Just so you guys know, a lot of the podcasts that you're going to be listening to this season have all been pre-recorded because I will be knee deep. I was going to say knee deep in shit, knee deep in the promotion of my book, which is coming to a bookstore near you. It's on pre-sale already. No, not yet. It's not? No, not until the 22nd of January. Oh, okay. So this month, so this month in a couple weeks, you guys will be able to, you'll hear us talking about it. Don't worry. You'll see it all over, all over the place. I'm going to take over all of Tessa's social media handles and you'll definitely know that the book is coming out soon. Yes, we're doing it. So I'm excited about today's topic because I feel like we can both speak to this. So do you want to share with everybody that's listening what our topic is today? By the way, yes, Happy New Year to everybody. 2022 is going to be your year. Let me tell you something. You, the radically loved listener, our community, we love you so much. And I want you to know that I read still every single email that comes into our inbox, info at radicallyloved.com. I read every single thing. And just because I don't respond to it doesn't mean I don't see it. I see every single thing because number one, I'm a control freak. Number two, I'm interested truly in what you have to say even those of you that don't always have nice things to say, I want to know. And so I just want to say to all of you that have been supporting me and supporting us throughout this journey, this podcast has completely changed my life. I mean, I started doing this podcast on the dining table <laughs> in my house in Portland with an H4 Zoom recorder with my headphones attached with this little dongle thing attached to my phone because I would do these interviews via the phone. And some of the first early on podcasts for those old schoolers back in 2016, um, you can hear the qualities 
fucking atrocious. It's so bad. But yeah, like we've come along, we've come a long way, my friends. Book deals and summits to come and brand partnerships and all of the things have been making this little koala bear very, very happy. And I wouldn't have been able to do any of that if it wasn't for you, for your engagement, for the reviews that you're leaving, for the emails that you're sending. So I want to start off 2022 by saying thank you to all of you that support us and have continued to support us. And hello and welcome to those of you who are new to the podcast. This is a very engaging and loving and inclusive community that we have built here at Radically Loved. And I am just honored to be spending a little bit of time with you. So wherever you are in your day, whatever you're doing, however you're listening to this or watching this video on YouTube, I just want to say thank you. And I appreciate your time. And I hope that you really gain some value from these conversations. So that's how I want to start the new year. That being said, Tessa is going to guide us. And for those of you that don't know, again, if you're new to the podcast, Tessa and I have known each other for since about then. I don't actually remember what year it was, Tessa. 2015. Uh, oh, wow. So 2015, uh, Tessa was my student and I like stole her from her own life. <laughs> you belong with me. So that's how we met. And she did several of my trainings and she's actually one of another person, Christina Coco Hackenjoes, who is uh, certified to teach my 200 hour level teacher training now because she is that good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, love the little thank oh. you. <laughs> so oh, that's who Tessa you. is. Tessa, um, please feel free to share any message you have with our listeners. Well, I didn't realize that you had the power to make me blush so fiercely. So thank you for that. <laughs> I thought it was like, I don't know. I thought somehow like that I moved beyond that, but apparently not. Anyways, happy new year. Happy 2022. We're so excited to be here. I'm excited about 2022. I'm excited about the summit that's coming up. I'm excited about going to Mexico. I'm excited about your amazing book. I can't wait to get my hands on it. I'm going to gobble it up. Yeah. I'm through those pages. Ugh. Rub my face in it. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Keep it NC-17 here. I mean, um, but there's something about holding a book, like yes. the smell of it and the texture of it. Do you know what I mean? I yes. I mean, this is you talking dirty to me right now, because let me tell you something. When we talk about books or anything that involves holding a book, lighting a fire, getting all cozy, sipping that matcha tea. I am here for it. Wrap me up in that blanket. I'm ready for it. I'm here for it. I'm into it. I want all of it. And yes, let's do this. I'm going to be recording my audiobook next week. So, and I know respectively, when you all are listening to this, it's the first week of January. So Yes, it will be the following week, second week of January. I'll be recording my audiobook, which, man, I can't even believe that this is a real thing. I remember I was in the studio with, in my former life, with my former career, being with the person I worked with. And 
they were recording their audiobook. And I just remember sitting there in the lobby, just like watching and listening and thinking, toying with this fantasy. Wow, like, what would it be like to write a book and to be on that side of the booth and to be reading my words? Wow, it it seemed like such an elusive thing. Like it was just so otherworldly. There was no way that that would actually ever happen. There's just no way that I would be able to, number one, write a book, that anybody would want me to write a book, that anybody would want to read the book, that I would ever be able to make the time and gather my thoughts well enough to compose a book. And the fact that it's happening 10 years, exactly 10 years later, from that thought to the week that I'm going to be recording this audiobook, 10 years from that small little seedling of a thought to then is just wild. Manifestation works. Dreams do come true. Make your dreams into reality. 101. That's our next course. Oh, I love that. Well, and it's really good uh, follow on to Sherry's. Or the, she kicked us off this yeah. week with this idea of like, you you two were talking about comparison and, and she was like, well, when you see somebody out there who has something you want, Mm. like what, you know, what are they doing? What are their qualities and characteristics? Can you look at it from that lens of curiosity and willingness to explore? Like, what is that step-by-step process? Because if they did it, you can do it. If they did it, you can do it. Yeah. And you figured it out. Look, you did it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Sherry Salata is my spirit animal. Make no mistake. I mean, she is just a force And I love her and her story is so incredible. And I love that. Talk about curling up by the fireplace with the book. That was such a fun read for me. I loved every single chapter. I consumed that book. I read it in two days Mm. and it was incredible. And also the audio book was really good. Side note, just a little extra shout out there for for Sherry's book. And if you didn't catch the interview, it's the one right before this one. Um, But anyway, yeah, I want to have this conversation because I think it's something so poignant, especially in a time where let's say we're in a place where we're achieving a certain type of success or we're in this sort of comparisonitis frequency Yeah. Like, what do we do? I mean, I feel like there's so many layers to this question, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, kind of like there's an element of maybe jealousy. What's, what's that person got that I don't have? Why don't I have it? How do I get it? But I always, whenever I think about jealousy and this uh, topic of comparison, I think back to the yoga sutras and the four locks and the four keys, which is one of the sutras. And so, and it's kind of what Sherry was saying. It's it's like you think about that person who has the thing that you want and you lovingly wish them well. And you also look at them as an, a source of inspiration. And, you know, like I said, if they can do it, so can you. There is yeah. a way. There is a way. Yeah. Yeah. I think comparison obviously can be something so insidious, especially when it comes to our ability to keep forging forward because it can stop us in our tracks, you know? Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? I know. Let's oh, I'm so excited for this topic. So, on a broad level, 
falling in love, you know, the overarching theme of falling in love, which I just, do you just love hearing people's falling in love story? Obsessed. My favorite thing ever. (laughs) I also love telling mine. And (laughs) then we had a really great question from a longtime listener, plus a fan of Wisdom Wednesdays. Oh, the specific question is, how do you respond to someone wholeheartedly saying, I love you when you don't feel the same way romantically, or at least not yet? Oh, man. Right? (laughs) Oh. There's no one size fits all solution when it comes to hair care. A product that might work wonders for curly hair might make straight hair limp and greasy. I know my biggest struggle is finding product that I can use that's low maintenance and is going to take care of my hair and help it grow thicker and faster. So thanks to my personalized pros routine, I can honestly say that I've been more in love with my hair than ever. Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. Using natural ingredients with proven results, Pros customizes every product and routine from shampoo to your supplements. First, Pros starts by asking about you as a person. They asked about my eating habits, the damage level, how I exercise, what my zip code is. I'm thinking all of those environmental factors definitely affect my scalp and my hair growth. Next, Pros analyzed all of my answers and determined what unique blend of ingredients should be in every product for my custom routine. And together, Pros got all of my hair goals covered. If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off of your first order today. Go to pros.com forward slash loved. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com forward slash loved for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Now more than ever, we need to take charge of our health. As it stands, 77 million Americans, which is one in three, are pre-diabetic and most are unaware of their condition. In fact, almost 90% of Americans are actively trying to reduce their sugar intake. But when it comes to sugar and diabetes, our options have been limited. I struggled for many, many years with a sugar addiction. I mean, I've talked about it at length on this podcast. I was an emotional eater and would often just eat my feelings through sugary treats, donuts, chocolate, candy bars, just anything that had sugar that would placate my mania. Fortunately, after many years of doing some work around this, I was able to get to a place where I didn't have to turn to food to numb my emotions. I do still, however, get the occasional sugar cravings. That's why I'm happy to be partnering with Sugar Break. If you have a big sweet tooth like me, you will love Sugar Break. Their Sugar Break Resist is a natural minty fresh breath strip that blocks sweet taste in foods and curbs sugar cravings on the spot. It's something that I carry with me everywhere I travel and if I'm out with my friends, I can actually make the conscious decision of ordering dessert if I really want it or if I don't. So for those of you who like to eat carbs like me or you're managing your blood sugar levels, following a keto or any other low carb diet or just you love carbs because they're amazing and you're not a big fan of the carb coma or energy crashes that come after eating, you can try Sugar Break Stabilize. It's 
a pre-meal capsule made with white mulberry leaf, a powerful plant ingredient that helps block carb and sugar absorption and slow down your digestion. What this does is it minimizes post-meal blood sugar spikes and crashes, so it keeps you fuller longer and it reduces bloating and lethargy. It helps keto followers have more flexibility with carb choices and quantity while staying in ketosis. So if you're trying to start your year off right with me, visit www.sugarbreak.com forward slash Rosie and use the code Rosie to get 15% off your entire order. Sugar Break products are available nationwide in Target, CVS, and Hy-Vee Grocery. Once again, that's sugarbreak.com forward slash Rosie and use the code Rosie to get 15% off your entire order. www.sugarbreak.com forward slash Rosie. Why? Because we all need a sugar break sometimes. When I was little, I always wanted to be that stoic kid in the classroom that didn't smile. But unfortunately, I love smiling too much. And because I love to smile so much, I've always taken really good care of my teeth and my mouth. And in that care, I got exposed to a lot of toxic ingredients that are in most dental care products. They're not good for my health or my teeth. And I want the best for my oral health. I want products made with natural ingredients that help my smile and not harm it. That's why I use Lumino. Lumino makes toothpaste, mouthwash, and whitening products that actually help your oral health instead of hurting it. They use purposeful and uncompromising ingredients like sea salt, aloe, and coconut oils to clean and brighten your smile. Plus, everything they make is certified non-toxic. You won't find harsh bleaches, artificial dyes, or alcohol in any of Lumino's products. Everything they make is dentist-formulated, backed by over 50 studies, and proven to protect the good bacteria in your smile, also known as microbiome. I've been using Lumino for years now, and I'm excited about this partnership with them and that they're sponsoring this podcast, but I will be using Lumino for years to come. Everything I've learned about our health, especially when it comes to our mouth and our teeth, we have so many important digestive enzymes in our mouth, and this is our conduit to our microbiome and our gut health. And when we use harsh chemicals, we don't realize that we are damaging that entire process when we use harsh chemicals and harsh products. I want to know that everything that I use and everything that I consume for my body, which we only have one, is going to serve my overall wellness. I love how my smile feels and looks, and I know that you'll love Lumino as much as I do too. You can get 15% off of your order today by going to luminohealth.com forward slash loved. That's L-U-M-I-N-E-U-X-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com forward slash loved to save 15% off luminohealth.com forward slash loved. Your smile will thank you for it. Hmm. I love the smells of the season. Thanks to Native's new seasonal scents, my favorites are with me wherever I go. Yes, I'm talking about deodorant. Native deodorant is formulated with ingredients you have actually heard of like coconut and shea butter, as opposed to things that we can't pronounce or we have no idea where on the spectrum they are in ingredients. Native deodorant never uses aluminum, parabens, or sulfates, but still keeps you smelling amazingly fresh all day long. With classics and rotating seasonals, Native has a deodorant scent for everyone, including their new holiday-inspired collection. 
candy cane sugar cookie, and fresh mistletoe that all smell amazing. And if you're obsessed with the holidays like I am, you don't want it to end. This is a great way to just at least continue to smell it. And here's the best part. Native is not just good for you, it's also good for the planet. They have a deodorant made of 100% paperboard packaging. They are vegan and never tested on animals, which who isn't down for that? Right now, I mean, literally right now, I'm smelling like candy cane and I'm gonna keep this scent as long as I can. It goes on so smoothly and it smells so good and I never have to worry about smelling bad. By the way, I was the person that always got the deodorants that lasted 48 hours plus because I was always afraid of smelling, especially because I like to run and work out and I've never had that issue with Native. Okay, going back to the holiday scents. You can keep the scents of the season with you with Native's limited time holiday scented deodorants. Go to nativedeo.com forward slash loved and use the promo code loved at checkout. You can get 20% off of your first order. That's nativedeo.com forward slash loved and use promo code loved at checkout for 20% off of your first order. Okay, I think so. I I knew that this topic was coming up and I I did a little bit of research. I wanted to see what the statistics were with saying the saying I love you and like I guess I was looking at it from from a perspective of how soon is too soon, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. in 2020 okay Cupid data on 6,000 people shared with Mind Body Green that 62% of people think you should say I love you as soon as you felt it. Whereas uh, 22% think you should wait several months and 3% think you should wait at least a year. And on average, I think what it said is that they found that the typical range was about three months. So, but, but the question really here is, what do you do if you're not, if you don't correspond? Have you ever had that happen to you? (laughs) Oh gosh, it's hard to remember because I've been in a relationship since I was born. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe I think so. Here's what I think of: it's the same way I approach compliments. It's to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so awkward. Um, oh, is that terrible? So no, it's not. I I mean, I still say it today. Tori will say I love you, and I'll be like, thanks. You know, so it just really, it's just really, I I think at that point, yeah, I think at that point, I'm just being a little bit of, as he would call it, a turd. Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm acting, just acting out. But I don't ever remember being in that. Oh, you know what? No, I have been in situations where the person, and again, because it's ancient history, right? I'm like, Tessa, I've been in a relationship since I was a toddler. Tori and I have been together for almost 19 years. So this would have been back in my late teens. I had a friend that was wanting to be in a romantic relationship with me. And I just didn't feel the same way, but I still really liked them. And I I guess I was kind of hoping that it would fizzle out mm-hmm. and that if I continue to keep things, oh, in fact, by the way, this person is still involved in our lives and Tori does not even know this, but 
So do not tell him, everyone. It's okay. He doesn't listen to the podcast. So he, for many years, even after I was with Tori, kind of tried to sort of push a little bit more towards wanting to get involved romantically, especially once I got into the relationship with Tori, because maybe he saw like, wow, she's really into this guy. Now's my chance. And again, I wanted to keep this relationship because I really loved this love, this person. He's not in all our lives as much as he was in the beginning now, but he's since married and had kids and, you know, he's not really in the picture very much. But it was very awkward and difficult to try and diffuse that. And and I didn't know what to do to sort of create that boundary. Like, I am not that person for you. I don't feel the same way. And other than saying that on several occasions, I think I just created some space mm-hmm. between us. But at the end of the day, you really have to ask yourself. I remember having this conversation with a spiritual counselor at the time. I was working with somebody in the early stage of Tori and I's relationship. I was in my early 20s and I was on my spiritual path learning and going to, you know, uh, landmark forum meetings and going to the Bodhi tree and doing workshops with, you know, like these really famous self-help gurus. And I was kind of on that train and I was working with a spiritual counselor therapist at the time. And he said, you know, are you keeping this person around as a way to feed your ego, you know, to, I can't remember what he called it, but the sort of like ego feeding. Yeah. You're keeping this relationship just to make you feel good because if you're not corresponding, it's almost like once the relationship crosses that threshold, unless there's very, very clear boundaries, it's kind of hard to go back. And then at that point, subconsciously, the mind is just wanting to keep that person around to sort of feed that part of you that likes that attention. Mm -hmm. So that's one facet to this. I don't really know that our listener is, is asking that. I think maybe she's asking more, what do you do when somebody says that and you just don't feel the same? And, and I'm always, I'm a big fan of just be honest and just, if you don't feel the same, then you have to create that boundary. Do you want to pursue a relationship with this person? Like, for example, be a friend, how close of a friend, you know that we all know this, right? It's going to be really hard for you to maintain a deep friendship with somebody that's in love with you. (laughs) At that point, it's just not fair for the other person. And it's a selfish endeavor because it's a very asymmetrical relationship, which we've talked about on the podcast before several times, right? This sort of asymmetry in friendships where you're the one that's getting the bulk of the energy fill and the other person isn't. So it it takes a a big, honest conversation. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, that's where I was going as I was listening to you talk in my head too. It's like, how do you have that conversation from the point, from the place of honesty, but kindness, obviously we're, we're talking about a very sensitive subject where feelings are laid out on the table and one person's opening themselves up in a very vulnerable way. So 
meeting that energy in a way that's kind and loving. And, you know, it's, that's tough because you do want to be honest and you don't want to placate the other person, but you don't want to hurt their feelings. So I think how I would approach that is I would do my best to say something along the lines of, I care a lot about you. You mean a lot to me. I don't feel ready to say I love you yet, at least not in that, the way that I think you mean it. And Mm. what I think, and probably what I would want to do is clarify when you say, I love you, what does that mean to you? I'd probably want to clarify. Yeah. um, I like that, that, and then I would say, okay, thank you for sharing that with me. I'm sure that felt really scary. Maybe something like that just to acknowledge that like, that's a hard thing to do when you're not sure how it's going to be received. And also say, I just, I I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And this is how I feel about you. I love you in this way. Maybe we have different definitions of love. Yeah. I love that. That's a very open-ended way of broaching the subject because you're not making the other person feel bad for saying it. You're also not rejecting them. You're just wanting to create more context, which I totally agree with a thousand percent. I guess maybe because I'm very like, nope, like I got to close this door. You know, I'm like, nope, like this is not, this is not okay. Or this doesn't feel right. You know, because I don't ever want to lead anybody on, you know, I don't ever want to create that space where I'm, feeling like I'm putting myself in a dangerous position or I'm putting somebody else in a position where they can potentially get hurt. So yeah, that's smart. Wow. What a great, what a great question. What a great topic. And on that note, I'd love to share your in love story. Ooh. Okay. Well, first I have to, (laughs) before we started recording, I was mentioning something to you about when I was a kid, I was like, Oh yes, please. (laughs) And then I was like, Oh God, I want to get this. And then we started recording and then I went on a tangent. It does have to do with being in love, but I think there's a difference here. and, And this is very much under the umbrella of falling in love. The difference between being an adult relationship and puppy love, right? So I was 16. I was in a long-term monogamous relationship. I was with this guy uh, for six years and (laughs) my parents were terrified that I wasn't going to like go out and explore the world and date other people. So we had a a serious talk where they were like, Tessa, you really need to think about your decisions. I think they were also scared that I was going to get pregnant, Uh, which was fair to think about as a parent. And I just, it was so funny. As I think back on it now, I keep thinking of the Stephen Colbert movie where his daughter's like, you're a murderer of love. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? Mm, No, but it sounds hilarious. It's so good. Anyway, so my dad, I was like, dad, I love him. And he was like, you don't know what love is. Oh, (laughs) and so that was my puppy love experience. Yeah. And so anyways, let's fast forward to my current partner, Jorge, who I've been with for over a decade, as you, most of you know, (laughs) talk about him all the time. (laughs) So Jorge, I met him in college. And so I went to school in this little tiny town in Oregon. It's called Ashland, Oregon. And the ratio of women to men is three to one. So first of all, there's like a ton more women than there are men. And then, so I've always been attracted to like tall, dark and handsome characters. And I don't think I've ever actually dated a, 
let's say, quote unquote, American guy. So I've always dated like Korean or Mexican or other nationalities. And Jorge was no exception. And in Ashland, there were like maybe five other guys of international race. And so he stuck out like a sore thumb because first of all, he's six foot two. He's from Mexico. He's just learning English. He barely speaks a bit of English. So there's this beautiful, thick accent, which I'm just like falling all over myself for. <laughs> She's and, swooning. Um, She's swooning. Yeah. Oh, like I couldn't, Rosie, I'll tell you, I couldn't, there was no one else in the world I could see. When I oh, met Jorge, wow. I was like, oh my God, he's my world. And it like basically was drooling. And so I met him. He used to be a server at a restaurant in downtown. And I went in there with my one of my good friends. We were sitting there at the table and he came over to refill our coffee. And I was like, oh my God, who is that? Adonis. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go pay. Because he was up at the cash register yeah. cashing people out. And I was like trying to flirt with him, but he was so busy and just oblivious. and. So it turns out that he went to school. We went to school together. So I ended up seeing him on campus. I was sitting outside the library, which is where I worked, which is a shocker to you, I'm sure. <laughs> I was sitting a character. <laughs> right? So I'm sitting outside the library eating my lunch and he passes by and he recognizes me and he stops to talk. And I remember having to like very closely pay attention to what he was saying because again, he was just learning English and his accent was really thick. And I was like, I don't care what you say to me. You can just keep talking because I will just listen to you all day. So we started to see each other more and more often. And we ended up starting to go salsa dancing together. So I also love to dance. I grew, I was a dancer since I was five and this beautiful Donna's man happens to be an amazing salsa dancer. He's so good. Naturally. Naturally. And so we just had this chemistry on the dance floor. It was like insane. I don't even know how to describe it. We would knock people over. I would step on other people's feet just to make like space for our wild and crazy turns. Side note, we were both with other people at the time, but oh. we were in our early twenties and just, you know, kind of young and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it, but we were just living friends, free. right? Living we free, living free. Yeah. Yeah. You're just friends. So I find out like maybe a month or two into dating him that he's not only living with his girlfriend's parents. Oh, <laughs> and also they are the only reason that he's able to be here really because they're his host family. So he was an exchange oh. student. So his relationship with them was very important and he didn't want to compromise that. Oh, no. so as he starts hanging out with me, he's like, oh, this is my English tutor. Tess is my English tutor. She's just my English tutor. <laughs> but he starts like showing up in my apartment leaving me little, he worked at a bakery. So he would leave me like chocolate covered strawberries and very like sweet, swoon worthy, romantic gifts. I would come home every day to something on my porch. And eventually the other people fell away <laughs> as makes a lot of sense. Right. And gosh, you know, thinking back to like, how long does it take to say, I love you to someone? It was a whirlwind romance. Yeah. We probably said, I love you within the three to six month. Oh, mark. okay. Yeah. And yeah, man, that boy. Oh man. I love, <laughs> I love this story and I've heard it before, but I feel like every time I catch the new elements, the thing that's been persistent is that we were both in other relationships. 
Side note. I can't not say that. Side note. It's important to note that we were both romantically involved with other people. That's, oh, I love that story so much. And look, I love, love, I love hearing people's stories of falling in love and it's always so exciting. What do you think right now, like that feeling of even telling the story of falling in love, what is it like now almost two decades later? Do you still feel the same way? Do you feel like it's changed over the years? Do you still get excited? Like, what is your experience now? Oh, that's such a good question. I love that. As I retell the story, I'm filled with so much energy and excitement and just, you know, that was one of the my the best times in my life. I was dancing. I was in college. It was the first time I was living on my own. And then I meet this beautiful man who sometimes when I look at him still, I'm like, that guy wants to be with me. That guy, he could be a model. (laughs) And so, by the way, everybody, they're both models. You see them walking on the street. They're just like both beautifully fit. They're both tall. And they literally look like they just walked off a magazine shoot. Continue. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So he, he is, you know, over the years, what I've realized is that I chose really well because God damn, he's a good partner. He likes to clean, like no, other, he loves to do the dishes. He is willing to like get up in the middle of the night and do the, the thing of like picking up your drunk friend, <laughs> although oh. he might grumble a little bit, but he's just a good man. And such a, like an amazing provider. So, and of course, you know, we've talked about this a ton. We've had our ups and downs. We've learned so much, but I couldn't pick a better partner. It's, yeah. I got lucky. I love that so much. And you guys really are. I mean, Jorge is such an incredible man. I mean, he really is like such a stand up, loving, big hearted human being. And I mean, I really couldn't think of a better partner you know, you guys both complement each other really well. And I think it's just, you guys have a really beautiful relationship and it's great. Thank you. Ah, swoon. (laughs) On that note, I will not be sharing my in love with story because it's in my book and I share it at length. Some of you are like, wah, wah, wah. Some of you have heard, I mean, if you want to listen to Tori and I's actually story, I've interviewed Tori for the podcast. So I'll just post that in the show notes so you guys can listen to us just banter back and forth about our relationship and all our issues and so on. But he's my person. I love him. I I always say Tori's more of a yogi, even though he doesn't practice yoga or mindfulness or anything. He's more of a yogi than I'll ever be. And it's just part of his nature. He's just such a good, kind, loving, really loyal, devoted human being. And I just, I couldn't, I did something right in the past life is all I have to say. So so that- That's good. So that being said, everybody, happy new year. And I cannot wait to see what this year brings. And for those of you that have been here, 2022 is going to be our year. You know, we have a big opportunity to just do the things that we want to do, to put the work in, put the energy into our dreams that we want to turn into reality, to have that rock solid, laser sharp energy in everything that we do. Stay really grounded, stay radically supported and stay radically loved. Thank you so much for 
joining us. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Those of you that are new, welcome, and uh, we'll be back. Thank you so much for listening to the Radically Loved Podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie, on Instagram at Rosie Acosta, and Twitter at Rosie Acosta. By the way, this is original music by DJ Taz Rashid. You can follow DJ Taz on Spotify and check out the best music for yoga and meditation. This has been a Mod Pod Studio production. Check them out at www.modpodstudio.com.